Alec Bohm, your dad. Yes! The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's finest, and Chris Culture, CB Culture Boy. We have another great episode for you guys today. We'll be talking about the painfully mid NFC South, but there's a lot of young talent to talk about. There's a lot of potential upside with these teams. So a lot to talk about there. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be reacting to the top 100. I believe 90 or 80 through 71 is getting dropped right now um, or something like that. Um, or 90 through 80. I don't know what it is, but that's currently going on right now. Already some questionable things through the first 20 or so players. We're going to be talking about Jalen Brown getting the highest, richest contract in NBA history. And then we're going to be finishing it off with, we will debate which game is worse. EA, EA Sports Madden or NBA 2K. Uh, but before we get into any of that, um, just real quick shout out. I guess you could say this is my plummet, but uh, all of us want to say uh, prayers up to Bronny James. The son of LeBron James went into cardiac arrest late Monday night. Uh, he is now in stable condition out of the ICU, but you really hate to see something like that. Um, you know, ignoring even stepping back onto a, a basketball court at the moment. You know, we just really hope that he's okay. You know, I, I guess that's my summit. He's as of right now, he's okay. He's in stable condition. So that's my summit and plummet. Sad that it happened. Happy that he is okay though. You know, he, he is in a good spot. Um, but I'm going to kick it to Christopher or oh Danny, if you got one, go ahead. Well, I'm just not, I'm just commenting. Uh, this is something pretty close to us. One of our friends actually died at the age of 18 from having a heart attack. Yes. Um, yes. So yep. right out of high school. So he's a Hooper yeah, too. If, yeah. Yeah. And, and funny thing about Paris, uh, Paris suffered from, uh, what every six three kid in high school did when you're the tallest kid in the school and you you're really a guard you're really a guard at heart but they was like man post post your ass up now nah, Paris <laughs> Paris was really built to be a guard I mean he was only six three I mean that's tall compared to everybody else but for real he's just a guard right. uh but right. yeah that this it's serious stuff man and uh to say anything besides prayers up at in the moment is weird and I took the Twitter about that but I'm not gonna spend too much time on that. Uh, but Chris or Danny, if either y'all want to take the floor with a summit or a plummet so we can get things rolling, kick it off with a plummet. This team right here, they stink. They Horrible. stink. What they've been doing I'm throwing the last this out. weeks, Trey Turner, you're an abysmal player right now. Turn that shit around or you're going to be seeing yeah, yourself that's... out of Philly in three years. Like, bro, oh my God. you need to realize that the Philadelphia Phillies, you can't come out here and be a game at the playoff spot and lose like four straight. You're getting bailed out because the rest of the teams in the wild card suck too. Yeah, we're down 3-2, mid-ninth right now, so we're about to be up. Bryce hit a homer. No one else has done anything. Bowman Marsh are one for three. Rojas is one for three. And then, who look at look at these big three contract guys. Schwarber, Turner, Castellanos, a combined 0 for 10. I love this team. I love this team. and I You know what's even funnier? It's against a guy – who played for them last year, so they saw him every single day. Yep. 
Rough. you know, that's how it goes. But uh, Chris, please give us a summit. Positive vibes. I'm done talking about the Phillies. <laughs> I hope Trey Turner is it around. But um, but um, I think mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my summit for real though is uh, my girl Sabrina Ionescu just had a triple double today. Uh, I'm I'm almost sure she had 12, 12, and 12. I think that's exactly what she had. And they won in a really, really close game. So shout out to her. That's my summit. That's what triple doubles used to be. Them, them Rondo type triple doubles where you're 15, 10, and 11. Now you get 60, 20, and 10 from <laughs> Slovenian boy wonder. Like, literally. What? Unreal uh, stats. My Danny, last summit. Summit, though? Yeah, go ahead. Kenny Pickett is getting hyped up. He is he getting the love he look, and he attention he deserves. His arm strength looks phenomenal. He has his. He always had his zip on the ball. He always knew how to fit the ball in his tight places. He had anticipation. But if he could throw that D ball and sling that thing downfield, it's over for the NFL. This man is Joe Burrow 2.0, calling it shots here right now. Joe Burrow only being like 26, 27, and already having people being the next him. Shout out to him. Uh, but. Uh, Shout out to him. I hate the yeah. I hate the Bengals, but love Joe Burrow. I'm Sabrina, Sabrina Inescu, 12, 12, and 12, two yeah, for right. 14 from the field. Oh, oh, she put up a generational stinker from the field. Her, she played that's, terrible. Jewel Lloyd couldn't make a shot. It was like watching them play blindfolded. It was actually insane. That's a Jason Tatum stinker. That that's <laughs> like he gonna stink. He gonna stink, but that's that stat line gonna look good at the end of the night. He's gonna be like nine for 30. Whatever. He's gonna have 30, though. Jewel <laughs> Lloyd uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, and Chris, if you had a plummet, and then, oh, yeah, uh, what's my plummet? Yeah, I'm the, the thing about Brian was really, really sad, but also, too, uh, what am I? I don't, I don't, I don't have a plummet. I've, I have really just had, oh, no, I do. We lost yesterday, so the season we we started another, uh, like session of the same league, the same league, new, newer teams, different teams, but we lost yeah. yesterday by three, and I didn't put up a generational stinker, but it was a stench that hadn't been smelled in a while. So that is my plummet. Uh, it wasn't great. I didn't play great. I didn't look great. I was out there. I think I had 11. I was like four for seven. So I didn't like play bad. I just didn't like be a great. It, it was just, it was a nasty game. I, it was nasty. So yeah, that's my plummet. We were hooping <laughs> yesterday and I put 10 points on to, out of 12. See, Dan, I took your talent for yesterday. See, next time, talk to me before you go. All right, use your talent. All right, I don't have none anymore. I'm done. <laughs> What Tony said after that, he said he said you used up your talent for the month. <laughs> nah, nah, Danny actually hit a crate. Nah, Dan- no, you gamed. You were on my team. Uh, you had it top of the key, and you and you shot the game winner for the one game. I think it was like our second to last game or something like that. I was I Dan- was hooping. I told you 50, 40, 90 for me. I don't know where he get the ninety percent from and pick up, but uh, okay. Fifty uh, plus but- forty is ninety. Exactly, Danny can let you know. Ninety percent on open shots. I got you. Now, me, me, and Danny, for real, for real, we don't lose if we're being quite honest. But uh, nonetheless, let's start with the New Orleans Saints, whose line is set at nine and a half. Um, I'm going to start with Danny. Um, this team is. Uh, the lines will tell you this is the favorite to win a division. Um, I don't know if you have, you know, different things in mind. It's just what I'm asking you is what is your expectation? This is essentially the same team, except they just upgraded tremendously at quarterback. I just want to hear your your thoughts on the Saints. This is probably the most boring team of any to actually talk about. 
I think the New Orleans Saints have the, a phenomenal running back room. And Alvin Kamara, whatever is going on with him, I don't even care. The running back room outside of him is great. They have power. Yeah. They have speed. Kamara can play the receiving game if they really need him. The receiving room, if MT's even around with Alave, Derek Carr has weapons. He's more weapons than he did last year. And no one's going to talk about that. Devontae Adams was phenomenal. He's great. He's one of the best receivers in the last 20 years. But the thing that happens is he was the only receiver. There's weapons yes. all around here. And with a decent head coach, Dennis Allen, I believe that the Saints will win 10 to 11 games. Uh, I definitely see that vision. Um, I was telling Chris before the show that the Saints' path to winning division is probably the most boring take, but it's simple. They have the best defense, most likely, of any of these teams. Uh, besides, like, I don't want to say the, like if the Bucks get back to form, but nonetheless. Uh, Hell the no. Saints, you know, I, I get, I don't know. I don't know how Tom Brady makes a defense look better, but. Nonetheless, Saints. Not Devin. Devin best... White was he got like he got exposed he, last year for what he is. Like he he's washed on. Yeah, to be quite honest. But not back to the Saints. Best quarterback, best defense. It's it's honestly soup. It's it, it's a very simple recipe for you know success. And um, like you said, Michael Thomas being back, upgraded um, running back room. I'm excited. Second year, Chris Olave. Um, I don't know. There's not really the talk about with the Saints. I mean, like, yeah, they got Derek Carr, but like, I bet you if you were to ask like anybody, oh, is Derek Carr moving the needle? Like, no, they're not contenders or anything. Um, How long I will, until I, Colin Kaepernick is the starting quarterback for the Saints? Wait, what? <laughs> I said, "How long until Kaepernick is the starting quarterback?" He's he made. A I comeback. thought. I thought you like had a, a news bomb. I was like, did, did Kaepernick just sign with the Saints? Like, oh my God. I was like, I don't God remember will. this. I, f- I feel like I will remember this. Um, not, nah, I mean, look, it, it, bro has been blackballed into a washed age. So like now the excuse is, oh, he's old. So, you know, it's for, it's, yeah. it's forever with Kaepernick, but like, yeah, I, I just want to, I want to ask Chris. So Michael Thomas staying healthy for, for a full season is not happening, but it, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave is a receiving duo. If they were to stay healthy, they are a top what receiving duo in the NFL. Mm. This is off the top of my head, but I've been really thinking for real. I would say eight, top eight. I would say top That's eight. I had, I That's had my boy Danny. And if Danny said eight, then I'm right. Then I know I'm right. I like then that. Right. Da, da, da. I, I agree. Right. I, 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 definitely, I definitely agree with you guys on that one. Uh, but again, not much to talk about the Saints. So I really want to move on to the Carolina Panthers because hey, they got, they, not that they have, not say like they got some going for them in the fact that they could, you know, win the division. I'm more so talking from the standpoint that they have Bryce Young. Bryce Young is something to look forward to. He was all of our QB ones unanimously. Um, I know like Anthony Richardson started getting mad hype and we all like Anthony Richardson. We all like CJ Stroud. This kid has been showing it off for two years. He was the best player in college football besides last year because Kayla Williams is different. But nonetheless, um, Chris, I was going to ask you for first, what what are the numbers looking like for a rookie Bryce Young to look back and be like, 
that's the number one overall pick. Like that was the right choice for Carolina. Honestly, I think him just being a, a dual threat quarterback is just going to be enough. So I could see him throwing for 23 to 2,500 yards, five to 700 yards rushing, 30, 25 to 30 total touchdowns. Keep the turnovers under 15 under, as far as, you know, interceptions and, and fumbles. And I think he's in a good space. Yeah, like I said, I think, I think it's really just him developing. Like I said, he's the guy. And if you just you want your team to do well, you got to have a good quarterback. So you just want to get him as many game snaps as you can, as many throws under pressure, as many, you know, time to see different defenses as you can because he's your guy moving forward. So I think that's a successful season. And I, I wouldn't say he has a great amount of weapons. Just you know, on the nicer side, to be nice, I don't think he has a great amount. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he has the worst set either. So, no, just hoping they can jail. Hoping he can just you know just be a dual third quarterback. What they drafted him for? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Just you know, get better every day. That's kind of the mindset for a lot of these teams with the rookie QBs. Um, and I like that you like the yards weren't extremely high, at least throwing wise. And like that's okay. They're probably going to try to run the hell out of the ball. Uh, you're paying Miles Sanders $7 million. You, you better be able to run it. Uh, I don't get that. I don't get that. How you refuse to pay Christian McCaffrey 12 to 15, but you just hand out two-thirds of that to Miles Sanders. I will never understand that. Yeah, and that's no that's no like jab at Miles Sanders. That He is one of, I would say, a, a top 10 to 15 back in our league, but – we're talking. We're talking about Christian McCaffrey. That when healthy, is probably the best back in our game, which is something that is a little unreliable. So you guys will, most people will like to defer to Chubb or Henry or JT when healthy. But um, yeah, and again, Danny, say, their pa- yeah, their package that they got back from the Niners was phenomenal. Yes, that is true. Uh, because like I-, I think it was just a good idea. I mean, like yeah, it's like oh, why would you pay Sanders but not him? But in the end of the day trading McCaffrey just turned out to be like such a, it was a, it was a good move. Like if we're, if we're keeping it plain and simple, it was a, it was a good move. I like the direction they're heading in. Um, yeah. And I pretty, I'm pretty sure we all have the same expectations for them. Just go out, be competitive. Have fun. Bryce Young, get, get, yeah. All right, fellas, let's go out there. Have fun. Cancun on three, you know, part two, <laughs> like part, part two, literally. Yeah. This bro, we're we're about like part six. There's a lot of teams we've talked about so far where it's like, all right, fellas, let's just go out there and have fun. But um Cardinal Cardinals, Texans, Panthers. Yo, Cardinals. Having fun out there is gonna be a tall task. But uh yeah, they might yeah, not have much Panthers, fun either. Yeah, they <laughs> Cleveland Browns, you're next. Yep. I'm more no, than they don't they don't they don't deserve, deserve fun. that. Yeah, they don't deserve fun with that freakazoid taking snaps. Literally, but, go out um, there, win five games, and, and hate doing it. Exactly. H- hate but, doing it. <laughs> yeah. Hate making, hate making millions on, for a living. Facts. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to be honest. We haven't really given, like, over underlines for any of these teams. I think Saints will Danny, – Danny said they'll get there. Uh, I don't know how many of these teams I think they're on the hook at gonna... nine. I think the Saints get nine on the head. Now, this team, Danny is very high on this offense, so I'm going to let him I'm spill high, a little dude. bit. What are your expectations for this young offense? And essentially, what do you expect out of Desmond Ritter? Because this is a prove-it year. To be, if, he, if he can't prove he's the guy, they're not going to keep him. It's kind of like you know Jalen Hurts, but 
Yeah. Everything I said before I go further, everything I said about the Phillies, they just walked it off against the Orioles in the ninth. So I'm sorry. You're lying. You're they lying. Just walked it off. Um, Who did it? Alec Bohm, your dad. Yes. I freaking uh, love Alec Bohm, man. But but uh, I'm gonna go in about the Atlanta Falcons, another bird team like the like the Philadelphia Eagles. But Ooh, it was two outs. I think I went on a rally. Sorry, go on. They did go on a rally. The Atlanta Falcons have three guys that I love. The first one is named Arthur Smith, and he coached Derrick Henry. He's the reason Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a beast. Don't get me wrong, but what he did mm-hmm. for him in Tennessee, as he's going to replicate that for a dude named Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, and Cordero Patterson. And guess what? You want to try to stop the run? They're going to throw it to Kyle Pitts or Drake London. Try to stop that. Desmond Ritter's life couldn't be easier. Yeah, like even so, like he he doesn't have to go out there and be Superman. And to be quite honest, never in his career did he have to in his years at Cincinnati and even last year. Uh, but man, like like you said, like Arthur Smith, okay, he got this physical freak of a back in Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry can never catch the ball quite like Bijan could. Bijan is like could legit play slot receiver. And so what he is about to unlock in Bijan Robinson is going to be special. You ask a lot of people, he was a top five, just prospect in this draft, but because of positional value, no one thought he would really go super early. And then the Falcons are like, Hey, uh, uh, we got Tyler Azure, but let's add him. This dude could be a Swiss army knife and Tyler Azure can play third down back. And we could do this with Cordell Patterson. I see your vision. And I honestly, I think I got them. A lot. I think I can get them for eight wins. I think I can really get behind that. Chris, I'm taking the uh, over. Just, and I, I want to say yeah. one more thing. Go ahead. Bijan Robinson is like Najee Harris, but faster and quicker. And that's scary. And better, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So but I got two that's, double that's downs. I got, I got the Falcons over seven and a half wins for sure. I got them at, at least nine. At least nine. I, I like their offense too, uh, like Danny said. Also, too, I picked. Um, I picked Bijan Robson as offensive rookie of the year too, uh, just because I, I think he'll get the he'll get the chance to. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I think it's just time for the Dirty Birds to come back. It's been a long time, <laughs> so I think it's just time for them to come back. I like Drake London, and I'm a really big fan of Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is actually my second favorite tight end, not named Mark Andrews, of course. Um, I really like him. I hope he does does well. I know he got a little bit of slant, a little bit of hate. I was seeing on Twitter a little bit, and it was kind of weird. I'm like. Dude's not even 27 yet, and he's still got chance, time to grow. And he's the fastest tight end I've seen in a long time, in my opinion. So, I, I like Kyle Pitts. I like the Falcons, like they're putting together. Honestly, this is going. This is my the bad side about this take. I actually hope that the Falcons do well, but Desmond Ritter doesn't. So they draft another quarterback. So I don't. I'm not a big fan of Desmond Ritter. I, I think this. I think this team, the way they're building their offense now, a dynamic for real, for real playmaking quarterback would take them to a whole nother level. Like, like you said earlier, Tom, I think he hasn't had to be Superman and that's cool. Like sometimes you just need a game manager, but I think this team, you break, you break the, the offense wide open, having a real playmaking quarterback. So shout out to Kyle Pitts, man, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania legend. And we're going to move on right to the bucks. Baker Mayfield's bucks to be exact. Six and a half wins. You going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield? How do you feel about life? Like, how, legitimately, how are you feeling about yourself? You're going from the greatest quarterback to ever walk this planet 
not named Patrick Mahomes. There you go. And then Danny knows ball. You're going to a first overall pick who has a crazy arm. He just has like meatballs for brain. <laughs> Dude, like Baker Mayfield has all the talent in the world, and people are gonna shit on him and say, Oh, Baker Mayfield sucks. He doesn't suck, he just doesn't have a brain. Baker Mayfield is, is better than Carson Wentz. He's better than a lot of these guys that have these crazy arm talents, right? Baker Mayfield has a better arm. But what he doesn't so, have is an IQ. <laughs> so over, so I want to say thank you to Danny. So I'm happy with my mic real quick. And he went host mode and took us into the Bucks segment. But um, so Danny, over or under six and a half wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Give me the under because guess what? <laughs> if, if Baker's leading them, they're taking the under. If Kyle Trask's leading them, if Colin Kaepernick's leading them, I don't see this team winning more than five games. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. If Kyle Trask is leading them, they're not going to win a football game. Uh, I hey, 100% believe that. Caleb Williams, you are a buck. You are a Tampa Bay yes. Buccaneer, he, my friend. He, he, he could be a Cardinal, too. He, he, I, he that's Those are – Cardinals get two chances. Are, the Cardinals get two. <laughs> they go oh, get him yeah. and Marvin Harrison Jr., so they go be living. They're, they're going to be living, man. Yo, uh, don't trip. On, this team's horrible. Mike I'm Evans, going under as well. Mike Evans and Marv would be insane. Well, that's cheating. It's actually cheating. And, that, and, and, God, and Godwin, and Godwin, oh my that's God. Cheating. That's cheating, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I say wow. we're pretty much all going under here, but uh, but oh, yeah. hey, trust, trust, they're getting under six wins, but Mike Thomas or Mike Evans is still getting that thousand yards, so uh, yeah, he'll continue to make history. Um, 85 catches, thousand plus yards, pencil them in, he's got it. Yep, exactly. Somehow, some way, somehow, some way. All right, he'll play three, he'll play uh, three games and do it. <laughs> So we're going to move on to reacting to the top 100 players list, uh, which is voted on by the players. And what a lot of people like to do is use this list to back up their players' ranking to do it justice, which it's not true. And primary example, Trevor Lawrence came in at 96. Justin Fields came in at 86. Tua Tagovailoa came in at 82. So assuming these quarterbacks still have to be on there. I'll assume Jared Goff is going to be on there because he had the most overrated season ever last year. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins is going to be on there. Dak, I'm going to assume, uh, well, of course, the top six are going to be there. Jalen, Lamar, Herb, Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. You look at it like roughly nine quarterbacks, and then you include two in fields. Come on, bro. Trevor Lawrence is not the, the 11th or 12th best quarterback in football. No. In my opinion, he's seventh. And I think at worst is like nine maybe. But here's the thing. Tua is like whatever. Tua went healthy last year. Danny can back it up. No, Chris can back it up. Went healthy last year. He was very good. Oh, Chris knows very well how good Tua was last year in that Ravens comeback. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> but like, but like Justin Fields, and then DeAndre Hopkins, who has barely played any football in the last two years, is ten spots ahead of Devonte Smith. No, no, and to be like, no, and even in the times that he has played in the last two years, Devonte Smith has has looked better this past season. I think your mic's gone, so I'm gonna take over for a minute. He, Devontae Smith, has an argument for being better. D-Hop has, like, the legacy. It's it's an argument, but it's hard because, like, legacy matters when it comes to, like, being a receiver. 
It doesn't matter for some positions, but when it comes to being a receiver, they respect you. They respect the hell out of you for being who you are. So I don't really hate that too much. One thing I do hate is DK Metcalf being out on the first, on the top 100. Chris, how do you feel about that? DK going on the top 100? I think that's not, I don't think that's valid. I honestly, I'm not a big Tua fan. And it's not just because they came back and beat the Ravens, but I think, I don't know, man. It's, it's so many skilled players in the NFL and so many actually just skilled positions that all these 100 lists are also going to be a lot of controversy every time. I do think that, uh, I do think that Trevor Lawrence should be higher. I think that DK Metcalf should definitely be on the list. Like if Devontae Smith's 100, if D Hops, what did, did Tom say 92? Or something, something like, like that. that, yeah, something like that. I think DK is at least four to five spots ahead of DeAndre Hopkins, even every, everything considered, like today, you know, today, not legacy DeAndre Hopkins, but today. So I don't know. I, I think these lists are always going to be weird, just for, especially because, like I said, football, you got some people making <clears throat> having important years and they may bump them up a crazy spot. Like Tom said, Jared Goff having a crazy year is going to put him in a place he probably wouldn't be if you were just talking about just how he is as a player, not just an incredible season. So things is difficult, man, really difficult. <laughs> It's also really hard because, like, football is a sport where you see you could see a rookie be a top 100 player in the league. In the NBA, you don't see a rookie be like, "Wow, like you're you're changing the game." Like, imagine a rookie being a top five at their position. That's essentially what being a top five 100 player in the exactly. NFL is. Exactly, and that's what I was getting. That, at. that blows hey, my mind. Yeah, you hear you now. Just want to double check real quick. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, and imagine okay. Palo Bancaro being a top five small forward last year. He is. Hey, I- I'll say this. I'll say this. I think Paolo was in the top six and power fours last year because he's really a four. I-, I would put him in my top yeah. six. 100%. Yeah, because Fran- Franz played the three. So, yeah. yeah he's, he's the four. That's he's, what I'm saying. He- he's somewhere between a three and a four. I mean, I don't really care where you list him, you know. Just know he top five. He, he bordered Top five. At, at some- he-, he top five at some. Yeah, so, Paolo forget that. the MIP too, and the the Magic are going to be the seven seed. Remember, I said, remember, I said this today, y'all. Remember, I said this. I, 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 I penciled them in as a, as a playing favorite. I said they could they could make the playoffs anywhere from seven to ten. Luca, LeBron, like jump, which I I was a big like last year. I was like, Palo's the best rookie since LeBron James. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now, right here, right impact, now, like this dude's nice. He did 27 and four last year as a rookie. In our opening segment, I'm gonna tell you this right now: Palo Bancaro will lead the Magic to a better record and overall better season than the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, Ooh. hey! I mean, Cavs are exposed a little bit in the playoffs. And here, at, at least if we're gonna talk basketball, I'm gonna change it to our basketball header. Um, but yeah, big expectations for the Magic next year, in my opinion. But like, if they don't make the playoffs, like it's it's really not the end of the world. I'm not in a situation like the Chicago Bulls. But Jalen Brown, I, highest I love player team. ever. I'm gonna start with Chris because I'm not saying Danny hates him, but like Danny's a Sixers fan, and then I'm a Celtics fan. So like, we both maybe have incentives to feel some type of way. But Chris is unbiased. What lay it down? What what's the facts about this contract? It's it's one of those ones, man. I think it's one of those things that you had to do whether you wanted to see it happen or not. It's just you don't break up Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown right now. You just don't do it. It doesn't make sense to. They're they're two of the top five to six wings in the NBA right now, and they're both under 27 years old. It's just you don't do that. 
I mean, people. Some people talk about how the trade kickers in there and all these other incentives. But it's like every All NBA player now, like come, moving forward, is gonna get gonna get things like that. They're gonna get those type of uh, contracts. So, I mean, I think it's something you had to do. We all knew it was coming. It's it's really only gonna look crazy that last year, like that when it's like sixty four, I think, or some somewhere. It's gonna look really look crazy then. I mean, hey, I I like it. Um, at first, I was a little on the fence about it, but it's like the same time, he's your second best player. If if God God forbid Jason Tatum was to go out for some weeks or something like that, Jalen Brown's gonna be your guy. You're gonna pay him like a guy. So I think I think it's worth it. I think he's worth it in, in today's NBA because I mean the contract's only gonna get bigger and bigger. I think he's worth it today. Um yeah, and it was a big deal by the Celtics too for the, for them to really just, you know, they're in on JT, JB, and KP. They're in on those guys. And it showed they extended KP, gave Jalen Brown's money. Now I think that for the next three to four years, they're gonna solidify that team. And I like what they got going on right now. So I'm going to tell you this. Go, Daddy. In the NFL, the same thing's happening. We didn't have this as a headline today, but Herbert got a bag. He's getting 100 mil two years from now. But guess what? Patrick Mahomes, I had to make a point tight end. Mahomes is now the eighth highest paid quarterback in the league. JB will be like the eighth yeah. or tenth, ninth highest paid shooting guard five years from now. Yeah. And, and, the, and the fact of the matter, it, 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 that's how things work you get incentivized for extending your guys earlier and you, you get them on cheaper deals because this, the new deals and new CBAs keep pushing these contracts up. And I'm not gonna lie, like prayers up to Bronny, but if he makes it to the league, by the time he's like 30, his super max is going to be for $600 million. Yeah. And, and, and that's true. And I think a lot of people are just taking this opportunity to like crap on Jalen Brown, because you are as good as the last time I saw you. And that's never been true. More true than right now. Uh, Jalen Brown, there were times in that Philly series where Twitter would be erupting that Jalen Brown was the Celtics' best player. And then two weeks later, uh, this guy couldn't be a high schooler that could go both ways because he can't dribble with his left, which is a little untrue, a little not. I'm not going to argue that. Here's my point. You have to reach certain levels. You have to be all NBA. You have to make all stars. You got to do certain things to be eligible for this contract. You think Desmond Bain is just up for this contract just because not everyone in that class is eligible for that extension. They're not. Ben Simmons and Jalen Brown are the are in the they're in they're in the same class. Ben got a $180 million extension. Jalen Brown got $120 million. Next time around, they're up for contract extensions. Nobody wants Ben Simmons. Jalen Brown's making 300 mil. And, and by the way, uh, Brandon Ingram's nowhere to be found in any of this. But um, you have to you have to do something good to get this money. Is he is he overpaid? Yeah, everyone in the NBA is overpaid. But unless you're like, unless you're like Giannis, Jokic, or Steph, or Luca, like whatever. Um, so, in my opinion, you know, it's going to be okay. Like Danny said, five years from now, no one's even going to blink at this contract because it's going to be like a 25-point-per-game score on a team that's constantly playing in late May, June. Uh, that's like it, It's just taking an opportunity to, to crap on this team. And people are like, oh, well, they have Kristaps on this big extension and Tatum's going to get all this money. Well, Kristaps Rozingis actually took $60 million less. $60 million is like a solid NBA role player in today's league. So that will yeah. help down the road. And this is one of those stories where context matters too, Tom. Like a lot of people miss mm-hmm. and forget. Like 
people are comparing Jalen Brown's newly signed deal in 2023 to what Giannis is making today when Giannis signed that extension two, three years ago now. Like, you know, context matters. And like Danny said, TV deals happen. Money money comes in. So every t- every two or three years is going to look crazy. Like when Bismack Biombo got that crazy extension from the – I mean, that crazy contract from the Raptors after averaging 10 rebounds in the playoffs, everybody thought that was crazy. Now – you have worse role players getting that type of money. It just, it just as the game evolves, contract evolves, TV money evolves. It just evolves. You have to keep it in perspective. Is Jalen Brown a top two player on a contending team? Yes. Is he being paid like and, one? And there's people, yes. there's people saying Kristaps Porzingis is going to end up taking the co-star spot. Stop. It doesn't <laughs> even matter if he did. You have to have wings in the NBA to win. Jokic was the best player on the Nuggets. Porter, Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown brought that series home for them because of how good they were on the wing. And Jalen Brown's an elite two-way wing elite. He can't dribble his left hand as great as some other people, but at the end of the day, he's a two-way elite player, and he's your second-best guy. You have to pay him like so. Here's one thing I I actually wanted to say. Uh, I I wrote this in an article, and it was kind of about John Morant. If you're the number one on a team, you have to be good two out of three things. You got to be an elite scorer, elite playmaker, or an elite defender. You have to be two of those. Ja is a really good scorer. He's below average. He's a good reactor playmaker, but he can't anticipate. He's a horrible defender. Jokic is a phenomenal scorer, the best passer in basketball, is a bad defender to, to keep it relatively you know modest. And then your number two has to be elite at one of them, in my opinion. Jalen Brown, elite on-ball defender. Elite score. And that's what I think it takes to be a number two in this league. Jamal Murray, phenomenal playmaker, phenomenal score. You look back at every single one of, like, the past championships, you'll find it. Steph, good scorer, good playmaker. His running man, you could say it's Draymond, good playmaker, good defender. Every single team, you'll, you'll find it. The top guy, good at two of the three. Next best guy, good at one of the three. And Jalen Brown is good at two of the three. So, you know. I do think he's worth three hundred Danny, did... what is what is James Harden good at? <laughs> James Harden is elite scorer when he wants to be, and great playmaker all the time. Yeah. And Bede is I'm a great you. scorer, um, and is a. I'll even give James Harden elite playmaker. I even give him that. I think he's elite at it. Oh, I'm elite, a... elite, a very elite, elite playmaker. Yo, and Bede mm-hmm. is a good defender, a good scorer. It's just. I don't know. I don't Hard. know. I, you can't Yo, say healthy. The, Neither of them can say the, healthy. The dichotomy between Philly sports is funny. Bryce Harper tries too hard and gets hurt, and Embiid doesn't try hard enough and gets hurt. <laughs> this bad. is this is why when you're talking about best athlete in Philadelphia, Bryce and Jalen get Embiid out the conversation. It's Bryce and Jalen. Everyone else, Tyrese Max. I think actually, it, got, to be quite honest, it's actually probably AJ and Bryce, but whatever. <laughs> Conversation, yo, it's got to be Bryce, it's got to be Bryce, dude. Uh, Jaylen, Bryce, PJ Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are we if we're ranking if we're ranking Philly athletes by dog, then we're probably gonna <laughs> go dog, Jason yeah. Kelsey, PJ, Furk and Corkmots, right here. Turkey from Turkey. I Court forgot. Pies. I forgot. It would have been George's Niang up there. He's got dog. The minivan. Uh, the minivan. Man. That's the crazy. Bowman, Bowman Stott. Bowman Stott got dog. Paul everybody Reed. on the yeah. Eagles got dog. Nobody on the Eagles is like a baby. Like everybody's a dog. B-ball Paul. That's I don't even know how to put it. Nah. B-ball Paul. Dog. A baby. 
Britain Covey a baby. Yo, no, shout out. No, Covey arguably has the most dog because he would go out there and just get destroyed every single time. I actually was there for his longest return of the season. I think it was like 25 yards or something. Uh, but while we're talking about football and basketball at once, let's take it to the Take the Skyline segment. Um, what game, what, I guess, you know, what game is worse? NFL Madden or NBA 2K? I, I actually, I don't usually try to start segments myself. Um, start it. Start. 2K is horrible, man. I think, I'll put it this way. The best 2K is better than the best Madden. But, yo, 2K, 2K's got misses. 2K really, really has misses. I've not loved that game since 2K17. My personal favorite 2K. That's when I really got into it. I was running park daily with my friends when you could pick, you know, Rough Riders or uh, uh, Sunset, I think. Was it Sunshine or Sunset? I have no clue. But, yeah, so a peak 2K is better than a peak Madden. 2K is still the worst game, though. Like, they, I I truly, like, it's like a good four-year run of just a bad game. 18, bad. 19, bad. 20 was, like, okay. I played it a lot during quarantine, so maybe I'm a little biased, but, like, it's bad. 21, who was on the cover of that one? Who was on the cover of 21? Was that Luca's year? No, I think Luca was 22 and then Book was 23. So 21. 21 was Zion's year. How how he graced the cover before Jason Tatum, beyond me. But, um, yo, this next year they should. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's get through this segment first before I start rambling. Go ahead, Danny. Madden and 2K, both games that their fan bases and their players complain and bitch about every year that I shouldn't have spent the money. It's just copy and paste. One thing. And they spend the money anyway. And they spend the money anyway, right? One thing that 2K does better every year is their career mode. Madden doesn't even have one where you could, like, actually build a storyline. Like, in 2K, you, like, are, are a person. You, like, have a story, and then you can go to the park and play with your friends. In Madden, they're finally adding something like that now. 2K in the past will take every cake, but I think what Madden's direction, the way they're going with EA, could beat 2K. 2K sometimes has some weird-ass animations and some glitchy things, and that's the thing. Every 2K person knows them, though. But Madden just be glitching, and you like you're like, what just happened? I can't. I'm, I want to throw my controller at the TV. Yeah, like, yeah, it's true. You, and like when you you'll be seeing Randall Cobb, you see Randall Cobb like mossing like a a six nine corner. Yeah, no, and the thing with Madden is, if your game glitches, like you could throw an interception, and that game's over. Two K glitches, ah, uh, whatever, a possession or whatever. But like, um, interception yeah. loses you the game too. You miss a shot. It's not losing the game. It could, but. Ball over. It's like whatever, you know, next play. But, yeah. But, Chris? Man, I don't know. I equally hate and equally love both of them. I'll probably give the nod to 2K, though, um, mainly because of the storyline. I think Danny already said it. Um, The only L about storylines, you have to spend so much money unless you want to just, you know, just grind the badge and all and grind and get your VC. That's the only downside, I think. But I think Madden kind of 
missed a long time not having that part. Like only be able to give you like you need to be a running back, you need to be a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like only like kind of narrowing down what you can do. I think that was that was rough. So I give the give the nod to 2K. And I think Madden is more glitchy than 2K, but 2K is more cheesy. So it's like pick your poison and which one that you hate the most. And I think that's going to be really be the thing. So I'd give Madden the L in this one. I think 2K is a better game. Yeah, I, I do play 2K more, so I do have a bias, I guess you could say. But as long as we know that they both stink, um, a quick, quick 2K one, two, quick 2K one. Who was the best? Like, what was the what was? What was the best Green? story? Oh, I, I, I was, we know Gerald Green, the best 2K player of all time. But no, I was no, no, say, no, no, no. Like, J.R. Smith and Ruby Gay. They want. They need their time. Rudy so Gay, J.R. Smith, Joe Green. Those three were J- crazy. J.R. Smith will give you like 30 points from three. But Tony, yeah, your question. He used to not the one with Michael B. Jordan as OJ. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I it, didn't that game also have like the worst like roommate? That was yes. B, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yep. I try to nah. get yo. I used to like actually try to go to bat for B. I'm like, oh, like it's not that bad. It's not bad. It is, it's not bad. It's not bad. He sucked. <laughs> but but Justice Young was nice. And then you had um ah, uh, and then you had the bull who was like getting cut and stuff. Yo, he oh, was yeah, yeah. chill because when he because in practice, when you play with him, he was nice. And then you get cut, you like, damn, that yeah. was the one game. Like, cause I I never really liked the style of just going out there scoring as much as you can. I I actually did try to like play make, play off ball. Like 2K16, I averaged 16, 6, and 6 on like 60% from the field. I didn't really shoot threes. I made my free throws. Like, I was just like a normal impact player. I thought it was cool. But, yo, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Them dudes, know. dudes were nice, but, you know. But I think two, that being, 2K16, oh, go ahead, go ahead. 2K16 with your with uh your friend dying in a car crash. That was best that was yeah, that was valid too, Danny. That's that is that, that wicked was though. Like between those, yeah, yeah, but that, you feel that, emotional, yeah. dude. You you, you, you want to go hoop for your friend, yeah. And it's like now yeah. all you do is rap with Damian Lillard and do wish, like do weird ass like runway shows. Like, why do I want to do this? I just want to hoop. I don't want to. I don't want to do any of that. If, I don't do if I got to rap with anybody, I would it run. Would a, I would want to rap with Lonzo. I want, I want to rap with Damian Lillard. I want to rap with Lonzo. Exactly. Come on, bro. Or Shaq. Yeah, or, or Shaq Diesel. DJ Diesel. I would rather do that. I'm not trying to listen to Dame Dalla. I'd rather rap with Zoe because he said – everybody remembers that freestyle where he's spitting and then LaMelo in the back with the shoes. I'd rather rap with Zoe. But with that being said – um. Thank you guys for tuning in to another great episode. I'm sorry that my mic cut out a couple times. I don't know what's up with that. So I'm off the phone. If it sounds buggy, then that is why. But make sure you guys like, subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the audio platform, make sure you pre-download the episode. Like, give us a five-star rating, all that good stuff. Anything to say before we get on out of here? Kenny Pickett will be a top 10 quarterback by the end of the year. I'm saying this every episode. Uh, okay. The, the uh, let me just write that down real quick. <laughs> Kenny, top ten. All right, noted. Okay. He, he, mm-hmm. And he's not. He's not seven, eight, not or nine, or five, four, three, two, or one. He's ten. 
All right. That's valid. Okay. Top 10. I'm going to put exclamation points. I've been writing down some of our hot takes, actually, so we can look back on them. Uh, well, keep that but, pen ready. I got one. Yeah. Keep Yo, that pen ready. Keep two years ready. ago, okay. uh, my hot take uh, was hey, that Nick Chubb. On. Two years ago, my hot take was that Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL. Was that two years ago or was that last year? That was two years ago. I would say last year, I think you said JT, and I was like, I think I bullied you into Henry because I was like, no, Henry better. <laughs> like, like uh, yeah, but nonetheless, AP New Freezer, Coach of Two by Migos in DC Comics. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Take away with.